Here at Siren Soapbox, we believe that if you wait until something is perfect to share it, then the world may never see it. This episode isn't our best work, but we sure are proud that we put ourselves out there. We are lifelong learners and explorers, and we lead by example. We want our early work to be proof of that. We've learned and grown so much over the last year, and if you're new here, we invite you to listen to our show starting with the most recent episode, then work your way back. You are not alone, because there is strength in sisterhood. No one knows that better than Annie, Becky, Jess, Lauren, Mary, and Tracy. Six lovely sirens who have been through the storms of life and help one another through the other side. Join them in this safe space to unwind with these uniquely minded women as they sound off on a different topic each week with some tips and tricks for everyday quandaries along the way. They don't always agree, but they will always love each other. Now, let's dive into another amazing episode of The Siren Soapbox. Siren Soapbox. Last week we had a bit of a heavy topic. We're going to lighten things up a little bit and talk about random acts of kindness. Quick recap from last week in the Winter Blues, we had Jess and Mary comment on our question of the week. Suds, talking to you. Make sure you get on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, answer our question of the week. Not only will we shout you out on the show, but there is a chance to win some prizes. So make sure you hop on over to our socials. We got Mary up on her soapbox first. So Mary, why don't you take it away? Thanks, Elsie. So this week we're talking about our experience with random acts of kindness and how we spread kindness. And I have three examples. Um, Just this past Friday, Mackenzie and I, Mackenzie's my 14-year-old daughter, we went to Dunkin' Donuts because she wanted an afternoon snicky snack. And I accidentally cut this woman off. So in the drive-thru, I didn't mean to do it, but she like went around the building to get in the drive-thru line the right way. And I just kind of slid into the drive-thru line. Mackenzie was like, way to go, mom. (laughs) So I bought her food. But I don't count that as a random act of kindness, really, because I feel like it was more of a debt that I paid to someone. But it still probably made her feel better about getting cut off. So I'm going with it. Um... Another thing we did with both of the both of my daughters earlier this summer, we snacked a bunch of their friends. So we went to like the dollar store and bought cheap plastic bowls and filled it full of like candy and chips and sodas and dropped them off on their friends' porches when everyone was quarantined. So that was kind of nice. They, you know, their friends were excited about that. And the last... Um, The last example I have for you is my favorite Gracie story ever. Gracie's my 14-year-old. This happened when she was nine. She had a bully in school that year, and, like, it was bad. She didn't even want to go to school. This kid was such a – he was just mean to her. It was awful. Well, at the end of the school year, there was a pool party, and this kid didn't bring a towel or a lunch. And Gracie had packed two towels that day, so she gave the kid one of them. She shared her lunch with him, and then she bought the kid a slushie. And she told me that story, and I almost cried. I was just like, you know. So I I think the way I'm spreading kindness is by raising my children to be 
kind and to know what love is and to spread love and to spread happiness. And that shit is contagious. So that's how we're, that's how the Hodge girls are contributing to this happiness in the world. Uh, Tracy, what do you got for us? Um, so it's interesting. Just the other day I sent, I think it was Friday or Saturday. I sent, um, Dino an article about this. It was a drive through some restaurant and somebody, um, paid it forward and they paid for the person behind them and they had, what was it like 300 and some people did this pay it forward thing, everyone. So the next car would drive up and they would say, oh, the person in front of you paid for your food. And they would say, well, I'll pay for the person behind me. And, and they had 300 and some people in a row who just kept paying it forward and paying for the other people's food. So <clears throat> I sent Dino you know, that article and we decided that every weekend we're gonna find some way to do something similar. We're just gonna randomly pay for something or have some random act of kindness for someone um, without them knowing it. But another interesting thing happened is today at one, every day at one o'clock, the governor of our territory um, addresses, not every day, often at one o'clock, the governor at, of our territory um, addresses us. And in today's address, he just suddenly challenged everyone on our, uh, on, on our three islands to commit random acts of kindness. So I queued it up and I'm going to, I'm going to play a little bit of, um, of our governor who is uh, challenging us all to do random acts of kindness. Commit to doing at least one random act of kindness, kindness over this holiday period. By just reaching out to someone in need, and there's so many of us in need in the Virgin Islands, so many people. So I thought that was really cool that today, the day we were going to record this, um, this particular topic, our governor was challenging everyone to do a random act of kindness. And I think, I think that's really a great idea. It's a great way to celebrate Christmas when we can't do our normal traditions. It's a great new tradition to do that you don't have to be in groups of people. So I like it. That's what we're doing. Awesome. And next is Annie. Annie. Well, since we like to have a discussion here, I am going to take the opposing view and say that kindness has no place in this world and that kindness is weakness. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, wow, that's a, that's a little bit Elsie, I thought we wanted to no, I'm just joking. But <laughs> only if it's how you honestly feel. <laughs> that is not. I am joking. I think kindness is very important. Um, I don't know about random act of kindness. That seems very extroverted. So I'm gonna go with. I try to always be a good listener because that's introverted. Um, but uh, being able to, you know, so many people have things going on and they don't have anybody to talk to or they just need to get it out. So being there as a good listener, I think has, I've done it a lot throughout my life, mostly because I'm quiet. Um, but then people really open up and I've made a lot of friends that way and have people just randomly will talk me about their day and it just helps everybody. And at the same time, just kind of living in a way that I hope makes the world a better place. 
So giving up my time and talents and trying to be there for people, um, as well as just volunteering in any aspect that I can doing. We always have like toy drives and food drives at work um, and just actively participating to try to make the world a better place, even when it seems a little dark out there. And I think I'm good because kindness is weakness. We'll continue along with Becky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm kind of, you said, Annette, the, uh, you know, I don't know about random acts of kindness. I, I feel that, 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 that hit me because I've been kind of struggling with that too. Um, that's, I don't necessarily seek out acts of kindness for strangers. And maybe that's something I should challenge myself to do. But, you know, I too am always, you know, looking for opportunities when I interact with people in my day to day, my family, my friends, my coworkers, you know, if there's a charity drive, if there's any kind of, you know, any kind of goal or, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for besides charity, but you know what I'm saying? Fundraisers, all those things. I actively, you know, try to participate in them. Um, and I'm always looking for ways to help out those I love and hold dear. So, um, I think for me, it's more of being a decent human being. Um, for me, weight stuff, that's a huge trigger. Um, I cannot stand. That's a deal breaker for me. If you go to a restaurant with somebody and they're rude to the wait staff, there is no reason for that. So I, I tend to go out of my way to be as accommodating and friendly as possible with being to the people I'm encountering on the street, you know, not, not being rude or, um, you know, just being, being a decent human being to me, I guess, is what I kind of think of as hand in hand with random acts of kindness. So that's about all I got. Jessica. Uh, so yeah. What's that sound effect? It sounded like a ghost. Whoa. It's Santa. Oh, oh, ho, ho, ho. I get it. Really? That's an evil Santa. Oh, it's an evil sounding Santa. No. Whatever that sound was. Don't think it's evil. Murr baby is fresh. (laughs) Going to Jess. Sorry, Jess. Sorry, Jess. Oh, I don't know. I was like, was that me or Becky doing it? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I enjoy doing random acts of kindness sporadically, but um, it was actually kind of odd timing um, for me as well, because at work we have been doing, um, for the past couple weeks, we have been challenged by, we have this team at work that's the service excellence team but it's basically trying to um build better member service uh i work at a financial institution um so building better uh member service um within the credit union that i work at and um we the managers have been challenged by the service excellence team with a 30 days of gratitude calendar Um, so it's, um, 
it's actually been really cool because uh, it has things on it like one day was just perform a random act of kindness, but it's also got things on it like send a thank you note to a frontline team member that you might not work with on a daily basis or um, send a thank you note to somebody that you consider a mentor in the credit union. Um, send flowers to somebody that needs to pick me up. Um, things like that. So um, we're on day 14. Um, so it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, and I think that it's been for me kind of helping to celebrate the Christmas season um, in at my work because we haven't been able to do our normal things. So um, what is everybody? <laughs> you don't hear Santa? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, that's my two minute timer is Santa. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what is the creepy Santa again? Right? <laughs> Sorry, do you but need to finish? What we have been doing, um, so that's that's kind of been our, uh, my experience with, it's not really random acts of kindness, but it's a 30 days of gratitude. So. Cool. I like it. So. I think last but not least me. Um, so I don't know if you guys know this about me, but my love language is gift giving. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> I know. Um, so I find myself like, I guess on, I'm being socially distant on Facebook and stuff. If somebody's looking for donations, I try and give if I can. I always give likes on everything on Facebook because I think that makes people feel good. I don't know. It does for me. Um, and I also find myself writing just random letters lately and sending them to people. Um, trying to think. Of, I don't like really recounting my acts of kindness because I feel like that kind of, I don't know, defeats the purpose. I don't know, but maybe it gives people ideas too. So that's, that's good. Um, something that I will talk about because we do it every year and I post about it. There is a little adorable tree by a main road and we call it our little tree and it looks like a Christmas tree and we decorate it every year for Christmas. Um, and then a couple years later I posted about it and one of Connor's friends, moms was like, Oh my God, that's you guys. We look forward to that every year. So it was kind of cool to see that people actually look forward to it. And one year we, uh, we were just so crazy busy with Jack getting ready for deployment that we didn't do it and somebody else did it. So they picked up the helm and, and decorated the tree. So I thought that was really cool. Um, my, well, I didn't ask permission to talk about this, but somebody that, that knew me very well, um, because I was inside her belly for nine months. She likes to, <laughs> she likes to take, pocket change and we'll just drop it in random places to just you know add a little bit of sunshine to somebody's day and I I try and do the uh painted rock thing because I think that's when I find painted rocks I think it's fun so I hope to spread that joy and there's evil Santa haha did you hear it that time Jess I did hear it that time <laughs> it is sounds very angry 
So, Elsie, if your mom just, like, walks around and drops pocket change, Whoa, I will I didn't follow. say it was my mom. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> if that random person drops pocket change everywhere, I would follow them and be kidnapped because I love finding change. <laughs> and I would really be like, awesome. this is my life now. Do you have more change for me? Or she'll think that she has a stalker or something and you end up in jail. <laughs> Probably. She'd be like, this woman's been following me. And I'm going to be like, I found a quarter. <laughs> she'll hear you jingling behind her (laughs) so Elsie when you you said um, that you don't know how you feel about talking about like taking credit for the random things that you do and I was feeling the same way about this episode because it kind of feels like it's like um, when you do something nice and then post about it all over Facebook so that people are like oh good 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 job for doing something nice (laughs) but I think this is different because like you said I have I just like got 12 ideas listening to you girls talk about things that I can do to spread happiness so I think that this is I think it's a good episode I think it's a good topic I like it I think so too it's just is it random if you plan it? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, That's what I was is. trying to. I think it is it's because for the person that it's done to. Exactly. That's Even though true. you're planning it, the person receiving it is receiving a random act of kindness. This That's is true. a good idea. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. It's not a very controversial talk topic, is it? <laughs> I tried. You, you did. Sure Bless did. your heart. <laughs> you and tried Becky, and then you nearly choked. <laughs> you you saying that you just trying to be a decent human, that's that's how you spread kindness because that shit's contagious. Like I said, what it, we're all reading or watching The Secret right now, which is all about the law of attraction. So being a decent, good human being means that that's what you're attracting into your life as well. But it also means it's spreading. It reminds me of a story. So I know, I'm sure you've seen Facebook stories or letters or whatever, uh, but this actually happened to me. My freshman year in college, I don't remember what class it was. I don't remember what professor it was. All I remember is this ginormous building all the way across campus that took me forever to get there. And it was very intimidating for me um, my freshman year. And it was a late class, so the building was almost empty every time, and the janitor staff was there. So I always had a conversation with the janitor um, on my way out or if she was there when I came in. And I didn't, you know, I'm not proud. My mom used to clean commercial businesses as a side hustle. I helped her. You know, I guess that's one of the things that... I don't look down on people for the job they do. Everybody needs a job. It all serves a purpose. It's always important. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember we had an exam, and the bonus question on my test was, what is the janitor's name? (laughs) And I was the only one that knew that answer. Oh, that's a bummer. And that has always really stuck with me personally, and that's what I mean by being a decent human being. Like, people should not be treated as they are beneath you. You know, you should always respect anyone you come across because you don't know their story. 
What if you do know their story? Do what? What if you do know their story? Then you should still be nice. (laughs) No, true story, Mur. I mean, I I, I am on my soapbox here. (laughs) Not perfect. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm, I'm just thinking of some examples of people in my life that I don't want to always be nice to. But but don't you feel more accomplished if you're nicer to the people that you feel don't deserve it? No, I just feel smug. (laughs) (laughs) uh, What if being kind to them is the turnaround that they need to start being kind to other people and they're not an asshole anymore? Hey, what story were you just telling about Gracie? I know. I hope she doesn't hear this. (laughs) True, sometimes when people are really kind to people who have treated them unfairly, other people see that as a weakness, not a strength. So it's a fair question. I mean, I can think of situations where people say, you know, maybe you shouldn't forgive that person or maybe you shouldn't. Why are you so nice to that person? You're you're. You're being a sucker. Like, so I think there are times that people do see that as a weakness. And I can think of situations just in the lives of some of the sirens here where people thought maybe they were giving somebody too many chances or being too kind to someone. And we see that as a weakness as a society. I think that's a good point. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that varies through the situation. What was that, Becky? I said, I think that twos can be just, you know, decided by the situation at hand, you know, need more information. Yeah. Maybe I can tell you that, except I won't. So never mind. (laughs) I would say that I think hanger. I think that everybody deserves forgiveness. Whether or not you reconcile with them is based on the situation in more detail. But I feel like that could be a totally different episode. Oh, we could do like five hours on forgiveness. But I agree with you. I do think that people should be forgiven. However, I also feel like that is as much for my for my benefit as it is for that other person's benefit. In fact, it's probably more for my benefit when I'm, when I forgive someone because the person that I forgave probably has no fucking idea that I just forgave them for something. But for me, I feel lighter. Like I feel so much better when I decide not to give that person that power over me anymore. No, I'm curious. About TC's cliffhanger. She's never going to tell it, so it doesn't matter. (coughs) You can want all you want, Elsie. Damn it. Sorry, go ahead. She hasn't had enough blue parrots to speak out of turn. (laughs) I was just going to say that, that, you know, the everyone deserves forgiveness and treating everybody you meet with kindness and forgiveness I mean there is that gray area you know blurred lines between a random stranger and someone who is bullying you in intentionally making your life difficult and even no matter how kindly you treat a person if they're still going to treat you like crap you just you know have to I mean there I think that can be argued with 
a little bit past the uh, random act of kindness. Because oh, that is really a forced think... act of kindness, then. <laughs> that is kind of a forced act of kindness. Yes, that's a good way to put it. I like it. Coin it. Doing it now. Forced. The thing is, um, to hold, to hold negative feelings for someone takes a lot of energy. A lot of and energy. And so, to me, it's easier to just forgive them and let it go. And. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I do that to maybe an extreme. I could name things that people have done that I've completely forgiven and now would call that person a friend that I would regularly reach out to. Um, but I don't see it as anything I'm like, like Mer said, it's not necessarily something I'm doing to be kind to someone else as much as it is to be kind to myself because it takes a lot of energy to hold a grudge and why would you give someone who might not deserve it that much of your energy it's a good point it takes a lot of effort to hold a grudge and to well i'm thinking specifically of a cult that i'm not going to name because i don't want to be on their shit list because they are known for harassing the people that are opposed to them. And startup takes... podcast included, huh? Startup podcast included. Like, do these people have no morals at all? Oh yeah, somebody posts something on Facebook and they are messaging them. Like it's a a popular hashtag. I'll tell you guys after the show, but. <laughs> They they spend all this time and energy and thousands and millions and trillions of dollars, not exaggerating, on harassing and intimidating people. God, can you believe that that is a thing? <laughs> no, but y'all are going to want to watch a show I'm going to tell you about later. <laughs> but dogma is a thing, Mirhaj. You've seen people that have like dogma that just grips their heart. Yeah. So I think at some point you you feel like you are um, you're doing it for the cause, right? That kind of thing. So that's I don't true. Think... It th- there's no harm intended because the cause is the greater good, and that's what they're supporting, and that's what's best for everyone in their eyes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and less harm is what they're going after. I don't know that I would go so far as to say no harm intended because that might be the goal, the end goal. Well, okay. I'll give you that. But yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, they're going for that greater good of whatever it is they're dogmatic about, but. Sometimes you can just want to hold a grudge because you just have no desire to give it up. I was waiting for you to weigh in on this, Jess. And it I takes a lot of energy. Of grudges. <laughs> I was gonna say, yes, true, like serious question. Why? Um, there are people that I can forgive, and there are people that I can't. I do find that fascinating about you because I think you're the sweetest, most giving person ever. It's amazing to me. The things Honestly, the people that I forgive are people that have done shit to me. And the people that have done shit to people I love are the people that I cannot forgive. 
Yeah, that is fascinating to me, too. I find that fascinating, too, because the people that hurt you, you are easily able to forgive. That's something you can control. But if the person that was hurt and you still hold a grudge, if they're able to move on, what good does that do do for you to hold on to that anger? I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you can't control things outside of you. Oh, I know. And, I mean, most of you know the the oldest one that my... The longest grudge? The longest. Is that what you're, gonna, is that what you're saying? The longest one has... <laughs> long been forgiven by the person that was affected but because he is the best person that i know i can't forgive what was done to him and just can't believe that it was done to him so huh that should be a movie title the longest grudge i was thinking the same thing (laughs) it should be a book first though (laughs) <laughs> I there you go Jess you have your book topic and title <laughs> we'll make a movie of it it'll be fully animated and Mary Hodge will do the <gasps> voiceover oh my god that would make me so happy I just want to be a cartoon character I'm like at a point where I want to email Nick Kroll and say look it's not that I want to skip all the hard work it's just that I'm in my 40s and looking for a career change. So isn't there like a, you know, like a ladder and shoots and ladders <laughs> that I could just climb up and get to the next level? Can we just in the 20-somethings? That's tag all. him That's in this episode for you? Please tag Nick Kroll in this episode. Nick Kroll, if you're listening, I would love to be a character in Big Bow, even if it's just one episode. You got to put it out there. You got to manifest it. That's right. All right, so I feel like we are talking about three different topics all at once. Can we reel it back into kindness? Yes. But it's been a good conversation, and I'm really enjoying it. It is. It's great. But I want to, you know, have All right, reel it back into kindness. Um, Can I tell you guys about an experience I had? Please. No. I'm going (laughs) to mute you, Becky. I got the controls. (laughs) So I think, and I don't know why I thought about it when Becky was telling her story, but she reminded me for some reason. I think because this girl reminded me of somebody from school. Um, I did the Flying Pig Half Marathon a couple years ago, and I did not train as I should have. And at mile nine, so I still had four more miles to go, my leg was in excruciating pain. And it started with a limp and then it started with like, I can barely walk. I've got tears just streaming down my face and this girl forget her name now. God love her. I was in so much pain, but she walked with me from mile nine to mile 13 and keeping my mind off of things, literally letting me lean on her so that we could cross the finish line together. And then I got distracted because my son was at the finish line and I turn around and she's gone. It was like something out of one of those movies and I don't even know how to thank her or anything. And she, it was just amazing. It was, I don't think that I would have finished that race if she had not come into my life then. 
Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. When I was a sophomore in high school, I um, I went to basketball conditioning. I thought I was going to try out for basketball, but <laughs> I had better things to do to do than play <laughs> freaking high school sports. But that's another episode too. Um, so anyway, at this conditioning, I was running around the school. We had to run like a mile, which was probably you know I feel like I could do that at least walk it now. But anyway. This chick, Erin McCoy, I'm comfortable saying her name because she did something very similar, Elsie. I was like dying, running around the school. And she's like, you got this. Come on, you got this. And she didn't know me. We didn't go to the same grade school. We didn't have any classes together. She just wanted to make sure that I knew that someone was there cheering me on. And I never forgot that about her. That is awesome. Yeah. That was a long freaking time ago, too. Gosh, I was probably, like, 14 years old. Does anybody else do this? Um, I am not a runner at all. <laughs> but I do frequently catcall, if you will, runners in the same way. Like, I'll roll my, <laughs> my window down, and I'll yell at them. Like, way to go! Job. You got this! Like, good awesome. job, man! Does anybody else do that? I don't, but I might start. <laughs> it's amazing. So I used to live a block and a half from where the um, the flying pig went through. And one year I walked down to watch it, and I stood there and cried because of how much everyone was cheering on everyone. And I think it's the one sport, like runners, they don't care if you're a good runner, a thin runner, a fast runner, a slow runner, a mostly I walk, but I call myself a runner. They just cheer everyone on. Mm-hmm. And it's it was so amazing. After that experience, standing there crying and watching running and listening to people cheer runners, I told my brother, who was a runner, first time in my life, I wanted to be a runner. And so I challenged him. <laughs> How long would it take you to get me to be able to run um, three miles without stopping? And so he said a month. And so he trained me for a month. And at the end of a month, um, I could run the three miles without stopping. And I had never been a runner. I was probably in my late 30s when he did that. And awesome. um, yeah, it was. And I used to love doing 5Ks for that reason, that way that people cheer on runners and it doesn't matter if you're good at it nobody's it's like the least judgmental sport i can think of it's amazing to me mm-hmm. then i went to a concert and tore my hamstring and that ended my running oh that was crowd surfing and i got thrown i remember <laughs> that ow the whole back of her leg was like black and blue wasn't it you month. that was encouraging me to go body surfing at the one concert we went to? Yeah, I don't think you should not do it. <laughs> I don't want to or something. No, it's super fun. There, I have no regrets. I, I, I love it. You should just do I'll it when you're you. done running, Elsie. <laughs> That'll be never it's fun. The Crowd the cheering. I will take the cheering at the end of a finish line over body surfing because that, well, especially walk the- with me in the back because I still can't run. So. <laughs> like everybody, I'm gonna be like TC and be like, yes, yes, you can. You just have to think you can and you will. 
Oh, I try. I just am not fast. I but I do it. Yeah, you do. That's all I that matters. Doesn't matter. Yeah, one step at a time, I man. I was never fast. Let me be clear about that. I finished with the walkers. Okay, I want to tell you guys about a time that I ran. A, I I ran. For those of you that are listening, air quotes, ran a five k with Tracy. Um, we we had just started to become friends, and she picked up my race packet for me, and I met her at a bar to get the race packet the night before the race. <laughs> got wasted no her boyfriend had to drive me home (laughs) or no no, i think tracy drove me home her boyfriend drove my car so that i my car at my house so he (laughs) followed behind her in my car and then the next morning i woke up super freaking late if it all right so here's the other thing tracy was a new friend and the client or yeah, she was like our client for the job that I had at the time. I was like, I cannot stand this person up, right? So I jumped out of bed, couldn't find my glasses. I'm texting her, I can't find my glasses. I brushed my teeth though. And I freaking hopped in the car with my bib on, raced downtown, finally find a parking space. Tracy waited for me at the start line. We were the last two people to cross the start line on this and it wasn't a freaking 5k it was a stupid 7k because it was who to pull don't they have that like 14k year so they did a 14k and a 7k Mm -hmm. so we did the 7k her melanie waited too she was so annoyed that she waited oh my gosh melanie followed behind us yelling at us telling us to run faster run walk run she was doing a uh an interval she kept sneaking off behind the bushes and getting sick, and then she would get right back in the race and start running again. I was like, this is such towards a the show. end, one of the drink stations were like little huggies. I was like, oh, thank God, I just want a little huggy. <laughs> and then oh, afterwards, right. the fucking race ends at the brewery, right? Because. <laughs> It was sponsored by a brewery, and I couldn't even drink a beer when I got there. It was awful. But here's the thing. Even though we were the last people to cross the start line, we were not the last people to cross the finish line. Nice. Nice. So that was exciting. Even though you had to stop and throw up. Yes, exactly. And I think we even ran too far because they didn't have the course marked right. So we went too far out and they had to turn around and come back. It was a mess. It was a hot mess. I think it was the inaugural year for that race. That was funny. I've always thought that would be a goal of mine. I've just never been able to. I started and stopped because running is very painful for me. It's very painful for me, too, but it's free. My friend Jenny is tall, and running is hard for her, too, Becky. Is it because of your height, you think? It's because of my knee. Mm. So, yeah. For me, it's the ankle. Yeah. Every time I start running, then I can't walk when I'm not, you know, afterwards. And that, that becomes a problem. Well, we're going to have the uh, Siren Soapbox 5K early next year. Maybe you can walk it. 
Is there an award for the slowest person? Yeah. I, I will give you this. That medal <laughs> that Elsie created. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> no, matter, no matter when you finish, you get a banana at the end. I always yeah. just ran for bananas. Because <laughs> they're so expensive otherwise. Right? <laughs> when you get a t-shirt in the experience... Oh, the Coco 5K, we got a hoodie. Oh, yeah, and a mug. Yeah. And hot cocoa. I still wear that hoodie all the time. Me too. I don't, because I wasn't there. Wow. (laughs) You would have been very cold, TC. It was very cold. So are we ready to wrap up this episode? Well, are we going to, you know... Try and do something kind this week? Yeah. Let's do something <laughs> kind this week and report back on it. Well, oh, I have an idea. How about if we do something kind this week and then when the episode is posted, we write in, we put in our uh, response on the social medias what our random act of kindness was. On the interweb? social medias. Yeah. On the, on the interweb. Web. On the interwebs. So where is that? Is it W W W I don't know where to get from there. We're getting ready to travel and when we travel we we create goals. Like um, one of our long standing goals is to find a positive message and take a picture of it every single day. Um, and so I, I think one thing that we can do, we leave Friday, this Friday, so it will be the day the episode starts airing, we'll be flying, but, um, maybe that can be one of our goals to do a random act of kindness every day while we're traveling. Oh, I love that. It's good. All right. The rest of us can just not be dicks then while we're home. There you go, Becky. <laughs> There's plenty. I kept my mouth closed today when I really <laughs> didn't want to. <laughs> all right. Well, then, for all of our suds out there, we want to know how do you spread happiness and kindness? And to uh, entice you to respond, we're going to put names in a raffle and give away a magnet or two or stickers, some Primo Scuba Siren merch. Oh, wait, we're the Siren Soapbox, I mean. <laughs> some Primo Siren Soapbox merch. Sorry about that. Anyway. Scuba Sirens. <laughs> Tell us all about uh, how you spread happiness and how you spread kindness. And until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. We were so ADHD in that episode. (laughs) I know. That's what the tagline should be. This episode is about random acts of kindness and other things. listening to another episode of Siren Soapbox. Before you go, please show your support by subscribing and leaving an honest review for the show wherever you listen to podcasts.
Stay connected to the Sirens on Facebook at Siren Soapbox. And if you haven't already, tell your community about the Siren Soapbox so they can join this thriving sisterhood too. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.